I'm Emma Gannon and welcome back to my podcast, Control-Alt-Delete. This is the podcast with the same name as my book, which comes out in three weeks, I think. I'm very excited to continue with episode 15. Can't believe I've done that many now. It's quite cool. I'm glad that um, 15 amazing people have wanted to come on it, which is awesome. We talk about things like social media and our lives online and how we get through the madness of life. So today's episode is with Olivia Purvis, um, aka Liv, aka whatoliviadid.com, and someone who's become a good friend through Twitter. I think it's a really great example of how blogging can bring you new, lovely friends. So Olivia has an amazing blog, What Olivia Did, which has grown over the years, over six years that she's had it, into something that really is an outlet for everything, from style to travel to music to food, beauty. She covers such a wide range of things and always has such an amazing point of view. She really is just such a lovely person who always tries to genuinely be helpful with what she recommends to her readers. Her blog has grown enormously. She has a very strong following. Recently, she's collaborated with some brilliant brands from Lancome to Bowdoin to Miss Selfridge, Kate Spade, Estee Lauder, and so many more. And she's been regularly featured in lots of publications from Grazia to Cosmopolitan and has um, a few awards up her sleeves as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We get a bit delirious near the end, but um, I hope you enjoy it. We talk about lots of things from social anxiety to the pressure of having a platform to imposter syndrome and comparison. Lots of things that are really topical, I think. So enjoy and thanks for tuning in. So I'm here with Olivia Purvis. Hi. Slash Liv Purvis. And um, we're just sat here with our tea, having a lovely little chat. I nearly clinked your glass. Um, so I just wanted to start off by saying congratulations on your Storm Models Ooh, Agency r- recruitment, Yeah, I, I suppose guess. so. Someone messaged me on Facebook saying congrats on the new job and I was like, hmm, <laughs> thank you. And I was like, is that what it is now? I was like, <laughs> it's just, it's a weird thing to spell out to people. But yeah, no, yeah, it's very exciting. You've joined the fold. It's really, really exciting. Ooh. I thought we could go back a few years and, and sort of, you know, you're 22. I am. So you're still a little... <laughs> A little bean. Um, So maybe we could start at when, like, when did you first start your blog, What Olivia Did? Well, when did I start? I started my blog when I was studying at sixth form and my best friend Gemma introduced me. I think she was reading a girl's blog called Thrills and Frills, which is a girl called Elizabeth. It's really gorgeous. She's got really cool style. Um, She just, it was just kind of pictures on my phone, lookbooks, but I was like, this is cool. Mm. And then I found out I worked in the same top shop as her. So I kind of like looked and I found like that quite cool. I was like, wow. I know about your life online, mm-hmm. like without sounding too sinister. But I was reading her blog and then I was studying photography at the time and I think it was right at the beginning of kind of Instagram, not even Instagram, but like photo editing apps mm-hmm. when you can have, was it Hipstamatic? Oh, yeah, and things were all like sepia and the, my photography teacher was like, this is interesting. She's like, let's talk about this. And I was kind of like, oh, this is weird. But I started like documenting things on this blog because I was like, oh, it's a good way to share what I'm up to with like my parents or my friends be like this is my photography because yeah. I was proud of it and I didn't have anywhere else to put it apart from Facebook albums and no one wants to see these weird pictures of girls with balloons in mm. your Facebook timelines so I did that and it was the only website that worked on the school computers like you couldn't get on Facebook you couldn't get on t- Twitter so yeah. I was just like oh, I can blog because it's a site that works and no one will turn it off if they see it on like their screen because they'll be like oh that doesn't look fishy yeah so I just was doing that and it was just 
a nice thing to do in my kind of free periods I could create wish lists like just really mm. stupid trivial things but it was also a kind of a music blog I used to go to a lot of in stores a rough trade like a bit of a kind of wannabe hipster I used to go all the time I used to write album reviews on my blog it was well, just you were MySpace kid as well yeah, that's yeah. Right, Joe. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. no way. Big my, not, not a big deal on my, but a big MySpace yeah, yeah, yeah. kid. Yeah, because like, if you're into music. Yeah, I loved it. Like, I had all these messages. I went back on MySpace the other day and it's completely changed. Yeah. It's really miserable. I was just like, my whole inbox is gone. It was like literally all these messages from bands I like. I'd be like, I love what you're doing. Mm. And I think at one point I tried to get like Florence and the Machine to pay my 16th birthday because it was so accessible. Yeah. I was like, just message someone and be like, do you want to like do that? And I was like, bit over ambitious which I don't think I love that you gotta ask I was like yeah I asked uh, Bono (laughs) to play my note (laughs) I didn't ask him to do anything but you just it was all there and I think that was kind of a good introduction to kind of being able to reach out to people and ask for things and not kind of that was the beginning of you connecting with other people there was no like premonitions or like no I don't know there were no kind of barriers and Mm -hmm. there was no kind of social weirdness before that it was very much like chat rooms and things my mom would be like oh do you know who you're talking to and on MySpace you kind of get that social awareness you're like well I can suss people out a bit more and it kind of sets you up for things like Twitter and Instagram and how to actually build those friendships which kind of I mean a lot of my best friends I met on MySpace like my friend Daisy and then Joe who's yeah awesome which is kind of weird because there was a time in my life I wouldn't want to say that I met him on MySpace because I was a bit like that's weird but now I'm like that's cool there's loads of people I've met on MySpace I'm like because it's like instead of that group forming in real life it's just a group who really enjoy each other's company and have stuff in common online I know and I met my friend Daisy who I met on MySpace at like like underage festival I was gonna say field day but it was it was before field day it was like underage and she came up to me and we were just like I have you on MySpace and that was the coolest thing that you could meet people with similar interests and perhaps that's why I started the blog when I did but I didn't even know you could meet people through blogging I was just like this is somewhere to put my photos the end kind of thing yeah 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 when you're just like you go in with a curiosity and you don't realize that it could be anything else but that's the charm of it Mm -hmm. because you're not going in there with a kind of emotive or anything you're just saying oh this is fun yeah and that's which is kind of like how we started chatting and became friends it's like well when you're when you see what people are doing and you just see that they've got this drive to create things and you know what they enjoy reading and you know what they enjoy taking photos of and where they go it's like you can just see like I would get on with you well that's it it cuts the middleman of like mm-hmm. an awkward first date we're like so what do you read like where do you go at weekends you're like I know that like yeah. I know that I'll get along with you because I've just cut all that rubbish and now I can just be like yeah well you went to see this band last week so let's chat like exactly I know, dive in well that's it and that's the charm of it like you can do a bit of like pre-social stalking and mm. then be like ah oh, yeah well, I, can't, I, I get you because like I work out your personality I can figure out what kind of tone of voice you perhaps have if you can articulate it well which obviously you can so then you can kind of be like oh, I can gauge that I can yeah. I, I will get along with this person I love that I think what's interesting as well is you're one of the originals oh. and also <laughs> like you know you've had a vlog for a while like well, a long time the internet. <laughs> um, but it's just funny that I love that one thing I do really love about you and your blog is that it started from a real passion. How, yeah, how do you feel like, how's the evolution been, I guess? Because your blog has changed look recently. Yeah. Um, it's probably evolved in more ways than that, but... Yeah, no, it's, it's scary. I think watching the evolution kind of, and feeling the need to keep up with it is scary. It's a really intimidating thing because people kind of, I talk to my friends about this a lot, but people kind of come out of nowhere and then rocket past you and you kind of think, oh my God, should I have 
been doing that should I have been photographing things differently and there's but I think because I don't blog with a motive I'm not really driven by money or kind of followers or numbers I'm just kind of I do it because I do I, I enjoy you it love doing it well that's it yeah. I don't have, I try not if someone says like, what are your analytics for last month I'm like let me just check because it's not really a huge thing and I, I'm not strategic like that I could be but I sometimes wish I was because I'm so kind of blissfully unaware of everything else around me sometimes yeah but it's it's amazing how it's evolved like obviously there's that side to it where it's a bit intimidating but having it recognized as a viable career and having a community where before there might have been a handful of people it's so cool because mm. you can talk to people about it and they'll be like oh so you write a blog and it's not like so what's that like it, there is t- like conversation yeah. around it which is so cool but yeah it is scary because then there is that pressure to think do I need to keep up like how do I keep up with something that is going so fast and is unpredictable and it's a lot glossier than before and I'm like do I need to be putting more personality into my posts or just do I need to make it more personal and you do kind of start analyzing it from all the angles but at the end of the day it's a blog that is what it is like that's open to interpretation it can be about your life it can be about your shoes it could be about your garden like it's a blog and that's something you need to try and remember like yeah it doesn't matter if I'm not talking about current affairs because someone else will be and that's fine and it's trying to remember that and think okay like you you don't wear that's the outfit that's I don't know selling well on misguided but you can do something else and there's nothing wrong with that yeah there's nothing that's wrong so with true anyone else you don't have to cover everything you can't be all things and you don't have yeah. to do something just because someone else is doing something yeah. it's such a thing to remember yeah that it's it's hard isn't it when you're like i should be doing that maybe that's it because you see people doing really well and you're like maybe that's what i need to be doing maybe if i looked like that i mean looks is a totally different ball game but you kind of think if i was doing that would i be doing better perhaps even though in the great scheme of things you know you think i'm doing okay like just you do need to have like like the tunnel vision you talk about like you do need to step back and be like hey it's good yeah like you can't be everything because you look at people doing one in different spheres of blogging like you see people writing beautiful topical pieces and things about like social commentary and that's amazing and I'm like should I be doing that and then you're like looking at people who do these beautiful glossy shoots around the world and you're like should I be doing that and you're like I can't do it all like I, and I, like oh do I need to create more original recipes I'm like I don't have the time to do all this yeah, and like, have, like that's just you yeah and have an opinion on things and it's hard because there is so many people doing amazing things but you just need to like step back and kind of think well what is it that I do well mm-hmm. that that why do people read my blog because I had this chat with Joe actually I was talking about when I just before I had a bit of a, a weird time you know when I felt when we met yeah. and I was kind of just like oh but should I be glossier should I be doing that and he's like well you have an audience that some of them are younger and they need to look at someone like you who might be a bit like pardon the word quirky and see that that's normal you can do you can dress weirdly I mean look what I'm wearing now like an 18th century smiths fan like (laughs) (laughs) it's a weird thing but you need to be able to kind of do what you do and show that it's okay like it's okay to do one thing but then it's also okay to do another thing like if that makes any sense at all no it makes total sense but it's also funny that um I feel like there was this trend of like everyone being the same yeah I, I felt like such an outsider I was like I'm, I'm not even I don't even know what like m- what mascara I yeah. use I just picked the first one up so I just felt like well I'm not doing beauty I'm not doing fashion I'm not doing like all these pretty things and I was like oh my god I'm literally just like the ugly swan what makes you stand out is your biggest your biggest success in yeah. the end because it's the thing that makes you stand out the most yeah 
Um, but it's funny I think sometimes you need other people around you to like remind you what makes you unique well that's because like when you say that for me I'm like well I don't think there's any other blog like yours it's like, so you oh that's oh stop no but it's it so is nice. it's it just is it's very consistent oh so that's that's what I try to do and I mean I don't try and consider things too much but I know what I want as the final product almost mm. like, I know how I like things to look and I know how I, I like to try and like although my blog isn't necessarily hugely personal I like to think there is personality in it so I think there's a bit of a difference between the two like you can still be personal without kind of exposing all these different things but it's just trying to have those elements where you think there's still useful information in this although if I'm posting an outfit you like to try and give it a bit more story and depth than just like this is a nice dress and mm. it's nice when someone picks up on something like you're writing and says wow I read this and it's just an outfit post and they're like but I love what you said about it than just cute shoes or whatever really nice. which is like the biggest thing for me like I'd much rather someone say oh your writing was really good in this than great dress mm. which is obviously that's still a nice thing to, I think for anyone to leave a comment on a blog now I appreciate because yeah. I know that it's an effort but when someone's actually read things that you've considered it's just like yes yeah. but it's tricky to stand out, but I think when you, you you can't think about it too much. Like I try not to overanalyze it because mm-hmm. I'm just like this is what I like. These are the colors I like. This is the kind of style I have. That's it. Just don't look around too much. Yeah, because absolutely. otherwise you're like, should I be up to changing my layout? Should it be cleaner? Should it have more clickable links? Like you just yeah. you look. God, you'd stay awake all night. Well, that's it. You kind of do take it out of the situation, this bubble, and this industry, and you think is it important mm. but is it important it's like anything in life or like any career you kind of take you pull it apart a bit and you're like okay it makes me happy but in the grand scheme of things I need to probably worry a bit less yeah life will go on it probably will. there are definitely like worse things to be doing like that's it and it's kind of I know everything's it relative to the situation you're in like sometimes I'll have a whinge and Joe will be like but you're, you're you're allowed to whinge like it's okay because it's still your life mm-hmm. it's still a problem in your life but sometimes the grand scheme of things I'm like live come on now like <laughs> just make a grammatical error in that tweet because it doesn't matter like, yeah. yeah it's just you do have to kind of rejig things and be like and switch off yeah oh my yeah. god yeah I can't do that <laughs> I guess it's actually quite rare well not rare but um it, it's not that common to be a full-time blogger yeah really because yeah. I think a lot of people assume people are full-time sometimes yeah. they're not full-time um I know that it's not just running a blog it's all sorts of things around it it's a huge yeah. undertaking but um I guess having your own clear brand has allowed you to work with other brands. Like, some brands that you work with, I'm like, oh my god, what a perfect fit. It's such a privilege to, like, work with brands. For a brand to come to you and, like, trust what you're doing and trust your, like, vision of what you want as the outcome is such a compliment because you kind of think, well, they've come to me. Like, if there's one thing I would say to people, I'm like, I've never pitched to a brand because I'm, I've always been so scared of people saying no. Mm-hmm. And then people saying yes and then not being happy with the end result so I'm always kind of like I'd rather someone come to me and say this is what we want you to do and then me carry it off and be like yeah because I really believed in that because I think sometimes it's having that confidence to say like trust yourself and trust your abilities and say yeah I can do this and I can do a really good job like at the moment I'm doing something with Kate Spade and Amazing. I love Kate Spade so much and it was just the easiest thing to just be like yeah I want to do this and everything I've done I'm like I'm so proud of it because I just I knew it would be a good fit but sometimes it's trusting that and being able to say to someone I can do this and it'll be really worth your while but I think that's just another step to kind of in the the long road of confidence well you've been running the you know you've been doing this for a long time yeah it's like kind of maybe you forget sometimes I forget 
so when actually something comes to me and they're like can you do this I'm like actually I've had like seven years experience I know of doing this so I can I know but it's it's, it's scary I mean I'm this is my sixth year of doing it and I spoke to someone today and I feel like because I've not got a degree and I've not got like a standard kind of CV perhaps you think you feel like you're faking it a bit because you're like self-made but you feel like because you've just kind of formed this yourself or almost by accident you kind of feel like someone's going to catch you out and someone's going to say oh no but you like you haven't got anything to prove this like I always say like blogging stop tomorrow I'm like would I be able to get a job like I don't feel that I could because it's just all something I've enjoyed so much and it's just kind of like almost a hobby when really it's so much more than that it's like six years of just dedication and work and all different aspects of running a business but you just think oh it's my blog like I might be able to get like a small role somewhere but really when you break it Mm. down all the things you do you're like actually it's probably a bit more value in that but absolutely and the media the media landscape is changing rapidly it's It's like you know, how can I make a podcast in my little spare room and for it to get... My, yeah, my really... Sorry, yeah, we're actually in a really swanky studio with lots of really amazing techie things. Some producers um, behind us. Yeah, like, there's lots of people I hi, Brian. behind the scenes. Yeah, hey, Fred. Um, but yeah, it's just... You can just do what you want to make yeah. and you can put it out there and it can get the same traction as something that's been around for years. I think it's just believing that that can happen. Like, I think if someone would say to you, oh, you can do this podcast, it's going to be amazing, it's going to be a huge success, you'd be like... Well, no, because I'm just doing it in my room, but it doesn't make any difference where it's done now. It doesn't make any difference. Where it starts. Well, that's it. And I think that's the thing. Like, it doesn't have to start from a glossy background or a CV that's you've done, like, media or tech production or any... I don't know. Mm. But you can just do it. And if you've got the confidence in yourself and think, I've got a good idea with this, then just go with it. But it's just having that confidence and that belief to be like, I can pull that off. Yes. Because I think sometimes you have to have that belief and, like, walk into a room and be that confident person, even if you're not like mm. I think a lot of the most confident and admirable people I know are people that I've heard are perhaps really anxious or really like nervous about big situations whereas if you can walk into a room and be like I've arrived then people just go with it they're like wow hi and you're like yeah yeah and inside you're just pooing yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's so true I think sometimes having this career online does sometimes I don't know if I'm speaking for everyone I'm just going to speak for myself but it's like you can have your anxious moments yeah it's very very important to have people around you who like get you yeah but then actually sometimes your job is to like work a room oh, of course it is and it's like and it's, it's okay to be both those things but it's scary like even going to a meeting I remember I meet one of my earliest meetings I went to this thing and I had a like, huge panic and I had to keep going to the loo and I'd order this huge lunch I couldn't eat it and it was just such a trauma and I I was just like, I'm sorry, I think I've drunk too much tonight. I was just like, I, it just went, everything went through me and I was so nervous and I just couldn't do it. And they were just like, we're just going to talk to you about some of these products you've brought with us today. And I was like, oh my God, that means I'm going to be here for another 20 minutes. And they're talking through these products. And I was just like, okay, and I was like getting sweaty. And it's just, now I'm kind of a lot more like, I can, if I can overcome the first five minutes by being this confident person, then normally I'm fine. But I get so, I, I get really anxious. I get, like, tongue-tied really easily. And me and my mum laugh about it because I'm so, like, that I keep saying all these stupid words. And it's, but it's so true. And you just have to kind of be like, no, I can deal with this. I can deal with this situation. But it's hard to kind of yeah. have that, in, like, blag in you that you can just be like, yeah, I got this. And inside you're like, ah, I have nothing. <laughs> But then actually it's like you're you can also show who you are. It's not yeah. like you have to be too. It's nice separate to have things. that kind of 
almost inconsistency with your kind of social media and like although it's important I think in an aspect to have that, that brand and that vision and kind of have that aesthetic it's nice to kind of be like but yeah I'm still like a normal person like I still sit at home with my dog and I still eat a burger on a train and then apologize to everyone as I get off for smelling the train out like it's just I think it's important to show those like multi-faceted parts of you to just so you're not just constantly sitting down being yeah. glossy because it's true because actually young girls would probably if you were just like totally perfect the whole time they could be like I ate a burger and stunk out the train today maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe I'm not like anything like live and then it's like no 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 she sticks on the train too yeah like, so I was like oh but you smell like it's a nice smell I was like yeah it's beefy and I was like this oh I really cool. want a burger now <laughs> yeah, oh my god it was good but you just it's just like there are girls I follow and I don't see another side to them and, I, and it literally even I believe it as a blogger I'm like your life must be glossy the whole time. Mm. And I think that, and I'm like, and if they say otherwise, you're just like, I find that really hard to believe. But you just think, like, with what I kind of create and what I put out there, I think I want to be, like, inspirational, not aspirational. I don't want someone to think, I want that. Like, you want someone to think, oh, there's elements of that I can entwine into my own life, but I don't want anyone to feel inadequate. Yeah. Like, I'd hate someone to look at my blog and feel rubbish about their, themselves or, like, rubbish that they couldn't afford something. I want them to kind of take something else away from that not just like oh I feel rubbish now yeah. like you want that kind of feel good thing even if you are talking about I didn't know like a new bag or something you want there to be a message more than just like look how much I can spend I don't mm-hmm. know like yeah. it's tricky to find that balance where you're talking about things you love but still offering something else that I know what you mean. is relatable to a wider audience it's not just like I don't know there are a lot of people and bloggers that I follow that do it so well that can wear lots of high end but still I never feel intimidated by it. I can just see it and think, that's amazing. Whereas there are people that I do follow that think, and I think, why am I not doing that? Like, why have I not got that? But it's just not about that. And you need to kind of, it's not about the material thing necessarily. It's kind of, I don't know, I've kind of got to that stage where it's just more than that now. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, you know, I'm not driven to have that. I want, like, more. more. I just want to be able to just be happy. Yeah. So deep. No, I know exactly what you (laughs) mean. Crying in the corner. I want someone to read it and think, damn, I'm going to go out and see this. Or I'm going to go out and, I don't know, bake a cake. Or I'm just going to do yeah. something good or with I'm my gonna day. Or I'm going to say yes to going on that well, last minute it. trip. Well, or that's, yeah, because you just think, like, I want like people to feel that they can do those things. Like, I don't want people to look at it and be like, oh, she's doing that again. I want them to think I can take something away from it, even if it's not. I don't know, it's, it's finding the balance of sharing something in a way that's relatable and appropriate. Mm-hmm. And not just being like look at me lapping it up because obviously there are those elements but you'd kind of think I never want it to come across like that yeah. it's just it's finding yeah finding that tracking the balance I want to escape people just being like look at me on a beach yeah like that's not like interesting to me whereas actually so when I go on travel reviews it's like well I know that people don't want to just see me having a great time really that's yeah. not why they're here they want to find out why they can go yeah or they want to be it. offered a discount yeah or they want a tip or yeah, like they, they want, want a recommendation that they couldn't find a travel agent. They want yeah. something they can take away from it, and I think that's valuable. Like I said this to someone else, I was saying like it's all well and good having a pretty background for outfit pictures, like that's great, but you want to kind of offer something more, like a hidden gem or something. Someone can go and say like I've been there, I, I went there, and it was amazing, and it was great. I spent my money well, and I did a good thing by following that advice and the one of the most rewarding things is when someone tweets you and says I went to that restaurant you put in that post Mm. and it was amazing and you're just like that is so cool like you've literally taken my advice because you don't have to do that there are hundreds of blogs so when someone puts their faith into you you're like 
that's such a responsibility but it's such a nice thing to feel like you're advising someone to make a good decision with their day even if it's like as trivial as where to get a sandwich yeah but you're just like if that makes someone's day or they found someone they can share with their friends you're just like that's really cool because you've started off a cool chain Yeah, yeah that's a really nice thing and it's although in the great scheme of things yeah it does seem trivial but you're like that's still a part of someone's day who might have been having a rubbish day. I don't know, like, you try... I totally agree. I mean, I was talking... We kind of brought this up a little bit when I spoke to Zoe, but it was like, I would go to a a blog, maybe like a fashion blog or something, where I just want to relax. You just want to switch off. I just want to have a little look and have a nice time. I think sometimes people get across because there isn't that grittiness or, like, misery of sometimes day-to-day real life, but you're like, that's reserved for other places, like, like... I don't. You can read that well, lots it. and lots of different places. You can places. go to my Twitter for the odd. I, I just don't want that to be what I'm about. Like it is, they exist. Of course, it does. I I don't think my readers are naive enough to think that there aren't those things because everyone has those like shitty moments. But it's just still maintaining that you know. I still want to be a place where someone can relax or they can just look at something and escape for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah, it's the same kind of premise as something like someone like Zoe. And you just think I don't go there for the, like the deep like deep conversations about politics and the world and that's fine because not everyone is different everyone's got something to offer that you Mm -hmm. think have you ever had anyone sort of say hey Liv why don't you touch on this not massively I think one thing I've been really fortunate with is people just kind of almost just going with what I've got to say like I've not like people have said oh you should be getting deeper about this I mean there is that responsibility where you think like because you've got this platform with a following you should be commenting on everything and you do feel guilty when you don't comment on things because you think I should be saying more about this because I have a power to say something that could impact someone but then there's also that responsibility you think I don't want to say the wrong thing and it's the kind of pressure of both things that you think I should comment on this but if I say the wrong thing it's almost as bad as not commenting Mm. because it's just you want to be sure what you want to say well, that's it. Yeah. and you want to say the right thing and spread the right message because it's there it's online and then once it's online it's people like well did you see that she said that about that like there are certain things that I feel passionately about like there are different like political things that frustrate me beyond words but you just think is that platform the right place to start talking about it will it confuse people if I'm suddenly like talking about something that's almost irrelevant on my channel mm. but it's, it obviously is so important to use your platform when you have that power and that influence, especially if, even if it's like say like go and vote. Like it's so important. I think around like the last election, I was like, people vote, like don't do it because it's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, you were really vocal around that because things yeah. like that are important. But then it's kind of inserting it in a way that people can relate to and aren't like, oh, well, who does she think she is getting all like vocal about that? It's just in a way that people think, oh, okay, that's cool, she's doing that. Like and not in a way where it's just strange but it is that responsibility of knowing when to speak up and when to like I don't know retweet something I mean even with things like celebrity deaths you kind of feel like like I was so sad about Victoria Wood but then you can't comment on every single thing Mm. because then it becomes like it is so tricky it is tricky to navigate like what you want to say versus what people think you should say that's it and it's like I think as long as you're doing what you believe in then that's the main then, thing yeah. I was thinking this last night like I think I saw obviously a lot of really sad things about Prince and so one of my timeline was like why are there not more people tweeting about him and I was just like it's because that's not my way of dealing with it it doesn't mean I don't care it's just I'd rather do something 
in my real life, offline life, perhaps real life, but offline, mm. because tweeting won't help anyone. If I send out a sad face, people will just be like, what? and then I won't reply to people mm. saying, are you okay? Can I talk to you? Like, it's just... It's such it's, a personal decision. It's so, yeah, yeah, but people just think you should comment on everything, which sometimes it's just like, I can't, I really can't, but it doesn't mean I don't care. If mm. I don't tweet, it doesn't mean it didn't happen or I don't care. And I think people are coming around to that and accepting that you can not tweet about something and still care mm. but it is that kind of message that you feel like that needs to be my bio like if something bad happens and I don't comment I'm aware and I'm caring <laughs> you know no one knows if you've had like a five hour discussion down the pub about something well that's it like like I shouldn't have to like record that and then publish it and be like don't worry guys it happened like I've been talking about that like but it's yeah. true because you feel that if you don't talk about it people aren't aware that it didn't happen mm. and that is like anything with blogs and Instagram like if you didn't talk about it did it happen like if you didn't Instagram that afternoon tea did you really yeah. go you know you do pick and choose what you post and I want to be quite selective with what That's I put it, up like, but it's not that I'm like hiding the truth it's just that you know completely agree it's, yeah it's kind of I want to say something that makes sense in the grand scheme of like what I'm doing with my blog and 100%. stuff 100% I mean I was looking at my Instagram account the other day and I was thinking oh there's not a lot of my friends on there or Joe and stuff and it's it's weird because part of me treats it like a work account or like something that's very visual and it's like nice moments and stuff and obviously like my nicest moments come with sharing with people I love but I just almost because I'm enjoying that so much I don't want to stop and be like let's get a really nice selfie that fits into my grid because that's not my priority at that time but then because it's not on there people must be like oh it's just a lot of you isn't it and a lot of restaurants and it's just it's a weird thing you look back and you think almost because I am online all the time the moments offline with people are more precious mm. that I don't want to almost stop them by being like hey let me just download this yeah. because it breaks it up too much I mean the best nights I've had out I've like got one shitty blurry picture well, that I can't it. put anywhere. but you remember them and you can great. talk about them and you yeah. can be oh my god do you remember we went out to sing karaoke in that bar like that's always going to be there but you just think I didn't need a picture but I think we've kind of it's a weird shift isn't it because you've gone from like coming on like platforms like Facebook where you document everything like I was looking at my old Facebook albums I've got ones where I was literally at home watching a film with friends and we'd take uh, pictures of everything oh my god and same like, I had like a, you know when you put up like 60 pictures in yeah. an album and you're just kind of it's just people sitting on the sofa with a cup of tea and it's like the most uninteresting stuff but it's like documenting <laughs> yeah. every breathing moment yeah and then go like through the back of someone's head yeah it's like oh put that up yeah and then go through a phase of like almost creating it a bit more so it was like group pictures and then you've kind of gone from that to nothing at all but then it's almost because we're online so much that we just don't... Streamline it. Yeah. You're like, I'd rather just have one cracking picture yeah. that sums up maybe what happened that week. Yeah, that's it. Or, or you just, you don't even want to take a picture because you're enjoying that moment so much. But it's a weird thing. And then you're like, should I have taken a picture? And like, it's just moments that you think, I haven't got anything to actually say. And you're like, did it, like, did it happen? Like, I can't remember it like clearly enough, but so important it's not always about the picture yeah and it's making me think of like proper celebrities in a different way because yeah. actually you know when you have a perception of a famous person yeah we don't see anything nothing. we don't see anything of their real lives literally nothing. we see like one picture in hello magazine i know what does that mean like, what, like that means nothing it's so like it really when you think about it and you lay it all out you're like wow what, what's like all yeah. inception like, like leonardo <laughs> dicaprio might be like watching something on tv right now isn't he that? might be trying to record a podcast, but he cannot work it out. <laughs> Leo, if you're listening. <laughs> he will be. He'll tweet you. He got Twitter. Yeah, no, he's actually got a really environmental friendly Twitter account. Ooh. So, yeah. I'm going to follow him. Yeah. That's what I've taken up. That's all <laughs> okay. I took out today. Sidetrack. But I was, I was also going to ask that um, you've got a really lovely setup 
with your boyfriend, obviously, who you met on MySpace. Oh, yeah. All those years oh, ago, yeah. and you've obviously, like, been together for years and years and years. It's been, like, ten years or something. It's seven years oh, this my year. God. So we've been, we've been together since my blog started. That's lovely. He knew me before blog. <laughs> Pre-blog. <laughs> BB. BB. He knew me BB. And maybe... He, no, maybe there would be an after blog. Hopefully not. An AB. No. <laughs> no BB and AB. <laughs> the sections of my life. <laughs> but um, you work together a bit, don't you? Yeah, like, he's yeah, yeah. a really great photographer. Yeah. Go and follow him, Joe galvin yeah, on instagram right. yeah i'm like and there's got so many different names and handles i'm like mm, different email address i'm like could you not just have one like live purvis could you not just have one that just correlates across everything no but yeah. um yeah you gotta be consistent on those social media accounts joe come on <laughs> <laughs> but um i was just wondering like obviously i've worked a little bit sometimes um i've done a few things with my boyfriend paul and i've worked with friends before can get a bit dicey sometimes yeah like I th- he's very patient i think that's one thing i always say I'm like joe is patient and he's very very supportive and understanding of what i do it's not just i think maybe it's because when he came into my life it wasn't a thing so i wasn't like can you take a picture of my outfit like he understands it's more than that he had he wasn't he wasn't always an instagram boyfriend yeah like, he <laughs> kind of he knows that it's not just about that and there's meaning to it and and you I get to go away together. Well, that's it. It's nice being able to share those things with someone because I think sometimes working on your own can be very lonely. And I know how lucky I am to have a boyfriend that does work very closely with what I do and supports me a lot because that's such a luxury. Like, not many people can say that, and I know, like, how fortunate I am. There's not a moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm working with my boyfriend, like, oh. But it's it's really cool that he can help me with videos and help me with things, and he understands it, and he doesn't think it's weird or trivial or stupid or create great things together that's it and I'm always kind of I've always been in the mindset I'm very much like if he ever didn't want to do it I'd rather him just not because I don't want it to ever affect our kind of main relationship because obviously it's a partial working relationship but I just think that's not important in the grand scheme of our relationship did I say relationship enough (laughs) but it's it's not important because I'd rather have a healthy relationship where we can just enjoy time together and not talk about work yeah whereas when it's it's amazing that it's worked it clearly works otherwise it wouldn't have well that's it it would have been like uh, you would be like oh let's not do that by now yeah it's really weird like how we just can switch off like we'll talk about blogging for a bit and then we'll just chat about anything else it's not the only thing that we have it's nice it is just like it's my job but then we can go out and talk about I don't know the jungle book or like which we're hopefully seeing tonight but like just <laughs> different things but like just different things and we yeah, have different yeah, like opinions on things we can talk about I don't know like current affairs not current affairs it sounds very formal like we sit down <laughs> and then we dice- some current affairs <laughs> we, <now>? <laughs> <laughs> we debrief after every day we sit down and say so with the mayoral election where are you where are you at at the moment <laughs> I interview him at the end of every day <laughs> oh my god this is amazing so Joe, let's talk about um Judge Rinder. No, I don't know what that looks like. It started now, this is bad when I get giggly. So yeah, obviously the dynamic of Joe is is brilliant. How does that work with um your friends who are also bloggers? Because you sort of I guess work together a lot, you have a lot in common. Is there yeah. any competition or no, like it doesn't literally there is. not at all. Like it's my eye. No, that's okay. I'm literally like streaming. Oh, water down my eye. Are you crying? Because this moment. (laughs) You carry on, I'll just deal with this. Okay, I feel bad. You look like you're in pain. I feel bad talking about it. I think it's because what happened. I've been laughing so much. Yeah. The moisturizer off my face has gone into You could do a beauty post about this, like the struggles of not moisturizing properly and then it going in your eye. Are you okay? Hopefully, by the end of the You know when you get sun cream in your eye? That that is what I'm doing. Oh my god. It's like I've got this um, eye makeup remover, it's really oily and 
whenever I take my eye makeup off, I feel like I'm going blind in one eye. And it's really quite <laughs> scary. And I got it, like, from recommendation of a blogger. And I was like, this is scary. This is a scary product. thing. <laughs> okay, okay, right, I'm anyway, cool, I'm cool. Yeah, no, there's no competition. I, like, there's not even a bit, like, I think even though you're doing similar things because you have similar interests, there's never a moment where I'm like, oh, well, she got more likes for that picture. Like, should I have, like... There's never any kind of internal sabotage. <laughs> yeah but then no there isn't like it's nice when you can just talk to someone about like I don't know it makes it easier that there isn't competition I think and it also means that I think when you've got a group of friends who you trust completely and doing something that you do you can open up about things like perhaps like prices and things and it it builds the industry because Mm -hmm. you can all talk about your value and say girl you should have been charging more for that and then yeah when you have those convers- like conversations, it just makes it easier because then you know your value and they can put your value up because they're saying, mm. you're, no, like, you're worth more than that. Yeah. And it's good because you know the ins and outs of it. You can, like, almost create your own benchmark. Well, that's it. And, yeah. like, especially when there are people doing similar things, there's not that kind of, like, well, if she's charging that, I should be charging. Like, it's just kind of, like, you just want to help each other. Yeah. There's no kind of, like, I want to collaborate with friends and stuff no matter what they're following or if they've got more followers or less followers, I'm not going to be like, well, if... I work with them maybe I'll get like this many hits you just it's not a thing because you just want to help someone like flat out like I don't know whether there is that kind of competition probably there probably is there is in any industry there isn't any job but I'd hate for there to be competition I don't think that's what a friendship's about yeah and also it's nice like when you can you can know that you're all different yeah and you're all offering totally different things so it'd be it'd be silly too I I mean yeah I I just really wanted to ask that because I think like sometimes it can get a bit weird sometimes if you're like doing exactly the same thing as yeah someone else. i think there's different things i mean when say for example you'll get a similar project going on at the same time it's never you never look at someone else's i mean i've never looked at another friends and thought oh they're doing the same thing as me oh my god like that's weird i've always been like wow i love how she interpreted that brief or like i love how she went about that but i don't know maybe it's because you like you value them more than just for their blog you see them as a friend and you kind of you want them to do as well as they can do like and you want obviously yourself do well but that's not the priority you just think I like seeing other people do well and whether that means that they do better at me at something than something else then I'm not going to feel bitter about that Mm. because they've worked hard for that like you know there's always going to be things like that in life and it's just yeah celebrating that other people is so important so so important and actually connecting in a real way because I guess that's a really nice thing about the internet is that you can you know like back in the day you wouldn't you wouldn't have we we wouldn't have connected yeah like we would never have met yeah because like the internet brings people together and how did you first meet i feel like i met them all at similar times but i don't remember the exact moment i remember like early early memories but like just through blog events i think one was like the cosmo blog awards which at the time i thought was just like the baftas or something (laughs) i was like this is really good and it is cool because i feel like even at saying like the Cosmo blog awards that was like the first time I realized people were reading my blog because I was like nominated and shortlisted and I thought I didn't ask anyone to nominate me for this I didn't know they were a thing like Mm. genuinely it was like oh my god people wanted me to do well in something Mm. and there was no kind of ulterior motive like no one had any games I wasn't saying please vote for me and it was just like wow people like and that's when they were there and it was just like they're people I'd followed online. It was kind of like, I think I probably fangirled quite a lot. And it's weird when that kind of changes from like fangirl to friendship. Like, yeah, that is so true. <laughs> and it's that's what happens. And it's that's that a is really what cool happens. thing. And then you always remember like, oh, but I used to like really be so into you from afar. Yeah. And now you're just like but my friend. I think friend. that's normal about, about mine. Like it, it kind of, 
maybe like 10 years ago or five years ago it would have been weird because it could have it would have been like very much like celebrity or personality to person whereas now it's just like you can fangirl but it doesn't mean you're like an obsessive mm. like and it doesn't mean you're higher or lower well, on the scale it doesn't mean anything it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean like anything. you've got a poster and then when you're watching you have really like, <laughs> <laughs> well actually <laughs> oh, is, that, is that me <laughs> it just means like you admire someone and yeah. like you want to celebrate what they do but then if you can have that friendship that's like the coolest thing ever because you know that it's like a genuine support for them and you're not gaining anything out of it you're just like I think you're really cool and I want you to do really well at the end yeah yeah <laughs> which is the, the nicest thing ever because you know there are so many downsides of the internet yeah and the one thing is like i know i would carry on blogging regardless because like i need to write you know it's just like i need to get out of me it's like how you are with when you create things that like you probably would do it anyway and just Mm. like make a book out of it if if the internet didn't exist but at the same time knowing that i have this like little crew of like supportive people around me makes it just so much nicer it's just cool to like put something out there and someone that you know and a friend going that was really amazing and you think that's really cool that you said that because that's just the best thing like whenever I see you pop on my Twitter with like a new podcast or an amazing thing you're doing I'm just like that's so good and even if it's like an internal celebration you're just like it's so nice being able to see what people are doing and like to talk about their achievements without that kind of judgment or like Mm. it's weird isn't it because when you talk about things on Twitter like when you celebrate things or like I don't know you put something out there you can just put it out there honestly and there's no like kind of like oh look at me I'm being famous when you put it on Facebook people are like she's she's like celebrating herself it's just a weird like how different it really is self-promotion is something I talk about a lot yeah in in terms of like I know that I'm like look what I'm doing look what I'm doing but I I, but I feel like I feel like the people that um are there for me like understand how much it means to me and how much yeah you're like, not just really doing hard. it to be like look what I'm doing like yeah and whenever, I'm sure people do think that as well there's but, always people yeah but the thing is whenever I see you pop my up on my Facebook or anything I'm just like that's cool can I like it can I give it a wow because I know how to do that now on Facebook I'm just like that's an amazing thing I never kind of feel that bitterness whether it's someone passing their driving test and I failed my theory three times like, I never look at someone else doing better at something or doing something like I just no, better's a really weird word because it's, I don't I think everyone's at different it's stages different, and it's yeah. completely different situations. Like I think one of my friends was saying, like unless you're literally born at the same time, living in the same area, have the same upbringing, no one is ever going to have the same kind of thing. Mm. Like you just can't look at anyone else because no one's doing better. Everyone's happiness like is measured differently. Like some people are just happy doing one thing that might not satisfy or fulfill someone else, but it doesn't mean they're not doing a great thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to keep in mind because I think there's nothing worse than feeling self-righteous or feeling like what you're doing is more important than, I don't know, especially online. For sure. Especially online. (laughs) It's so true. Oh, more of that. Definitely more of that. It's not, it's not easy. Well, it is easy actually, but it's just, um, I think it's like a breeding ground for like jealousy as well. Yeah, which is, um, it's like, it's not very nice. Yeah. I think jealousy is like, can come out in like lots of different forms. Yeah. And I think people, I think it's like, it's okay to be jealous, like totally it's fine. It's just how you it's use just it and what you it. do it. Yeah, yeah. it's com- and just completely. Yeah. Sometimes it can be really productive and a really useful tool to kind of have that internal, like kick up the backside and say, okay, she's doing that. That makes me I feel, feel like a I little bit jealous. That. So I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to like, she's worked hard for that. So maybe I should try working a bit harder and go like give something new a go. Whereas it's just, yeah, there's, that's the most productive thing. I think to try and say, that's cool. Okay, I want to do that, mm-hmm. but not to kind of 
be bitter about it and then because I think there can be that jealousy where you just see something and then you just start beating yourself up and think I could never do that and then which is just the worst thing yeah and everyone like channeling just, it yeah and then you just, it makes you more miserable and then you might send out a miserable tweet but like yeah managing that and managing comparison and jealousy is like mm. it's an art it's it's true because one thing that's really helped me is following people I admire and basically yeah. just trying to like not copy them but just like copy their way of doing things yeah like, I have so many people in the past who I would just be like I want your job and like I have got their job now yeah not their actual physical <laughs> job that'll be that'll be yeah, they, were, order. they were fired oh, yeah. it was all sabotage I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> internal sabotage online <laughs> by yeah it's next book um <laughs> So, no, I, I just, I, it can be such a positive thing. Right, to round off, um, this has been so fun. I just wanted to ask, now that you are, um, you have your, you know, storm happening and all these Ooh. amazing things happening and your brand collaborations happening, collaborations um, <laughs> happening, um, what direction are you looking forward to going in in the future? Or is it still open-ended? It's quite open-ended. I mean, I had this chat with someone recently, like, what are your goals? And because... I think up until I this hate that. Sorry. What are your goals, Liv? Tell I me know. your five goals. But I think question, up until sorry. this point, no one's ever asked me. So no one's ever like I've never kind of whoever I've worked with or no one's ever said, okay, what are your goals? Like, are there any numbers you want to hit? Like, no one's ever said that, and I've never thought about having a goal because I'm very much a poodler. Like, is that a thing? I just poodle along. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I just, poodler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to just mooch along. Like, I think as long as I'm happy and healthy and my friends and family are, I'm just happy mooching. Whereas to the point, I'm like, no, it'd be good to have a few goals. So, I don't know. What would I like? Like, I just... I'd like people to still read my blog. I think that was the question. I think I've just carried off to talk about poodles. <laughs> but I think that's kind Expanding of... Expanding the... The main... The I'd like to have, like, a real kind of... My blog be, like, a real destination for, like, useful things, if that makes sense. Like whether that's travel, like have a real solid archive of great travel advice, great kind of locations and discovery, just to be a really nice place Mm. for people to go and find something useful and take something away from. Um, I think kind of getting the redesign helped with that because I could kind of order things better, but I think I'm still trying to work on that and make it completely perfect. And I don't know, like there are lots of things I'd like perhaps in the future, but it's just as and when, and if anything ever popped up that was appropriate at the time, but I don't know. Yeah, stay friends with you no that sounds amazing it's like I think sometimes it's good to just move the goalposts ever so slightly that's it. I think and then that's you just keep on going I'm doing like, I'm not the kind of person that has like a real final target I mean it was so stupid when I started blogging it'd be like oh I'd love this person to follow me or this blogger and a few of those people have followed me now like just bloggers I like who may, might not even be huge or anything but just people I admire be like I'd like them to follow me back mm. and that'll be like a little achievement and that's kind of almost how I do it I kind of I like that mini little, little things and then if I can do that I'm like okay cool the next thing yeah and then like oh, I'd like to meet that person or I'd like to interview that person for my blog or I'd like to do that and it's just kind of widening it and then you're like wow I interviewed Leonardo DiCaprio for my girl crush series <laughs> like when did that happen girl crush Brilliant. <laughs> like, just having those things that suddenly you're at this place where you're like wow I didn't even realise I got to this place because yes. it was all like tiny little yeah, steps. I love that. I think I'm more that person than a person with a big goal, but I don't think it matters what kind of person you are as long as you have something to kind of strive for. But yeah. I think sometimes when you don't know the end goal, the best thing to do is have lots of little tiny goals and then sometimes it takes you somewhere you're like, that's what I wanted, I didn't even know it. Like, and, oh, and now so I'm good. there. That's really great advice. Thank you. Just Thank you. Exclusive. <laughs> Live Purpose advice exclusive. Copyright Live Purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, 
TM. <laughs> I might write that down. Thank you. And um, and that was really fun. Thank Can I be next week's guest? <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, Liv is now every guest. Yeah, only <laughs> I can put on different accents and every week I'll be a new guest. Like, this is Sandy, who is a writer from Michigan. <laughs> oh my God, that's a really good idea. <laughs> I'd just be one person. I'd create all these different persons. If you ever get stuck, yeah. I'll just invent someone. Okay, so if you ha- if I have a really weird Michigan-based writer on the podcast in the future, you or know who it is. with a really strange voice. It's really muffled. It sounds a bit like me. <laughs> oh, I love that. Right, I think that's about that, that's our that's our cue to stop. Um, oh, hilarious. Okay, bye. <laughs> If you liked this episode, please remember to leave a review or a rating on iTunes. It would mean so much to me. Also, um, tweet me at girllostincity on Twitter. I'd love to hear your feedback. So thanks so much again for listening and make sure you tune in next week. Bye.